0: Pickaxe. Hello and welcome to the Yog Pod. This is a podcast that we do from time to time. Do you remember this Simon?
1: What? Whoa! Whoa, what's going on? I know. What's this? It's weird. What's this all about? Why are we doing a podcast all of a sudden? Well... I, mean, I thought we stopped doing these once we started earning money.
0: Well, that's that's true. But I thought we'd bring it back because the people really like it. And people are going off for Christmas.
1: Bring it on back to you. <laughs> Sorry, just quoting uh, S Club 7.
0: People are going off for Christmas and they're sitting in a car to their nan's house. And they, they're tired and they look on their iPhone and there's nothing good on there. There's no good podcast out there. No. And they look at they look longingly at the York Pod and, and they think, oh, I wish there was a new York Pod, and there it is. Anyway, what I thought we could do is talk a little bit about Christmas, a little bit about what we've been up to, and then go through some of the awesome fan mail that we've had building up over the past few months.
1: The fan mail, it, it hasn't been looked at. It's a bit like when you walk past a house right, in a residential area and you notice there's all these milk bottles and uh, papers piled up on the doorstep that's basically yog towers we have all of this fan mail just piled up in front of the house
0: and there's a rusty old car in the front garden <laughs> and it's got like several things under the windscreen wipers several like pamphlets and leaflets
1: there's probably one of those dogs that lives in the car uses it as a kennel so it permanent it's probably got a door missing for starters yeah and the dog just sleeps in there and people don't know so so when people like walk up to the house to the front door to knock on the door or deliver mail or a package or whatever. They don't realise there's a dog in the car and every single time they walk by dog barks at them and they go falling backwards into a hedge and wait, that's Hyacinth Bouquet out of uh that sitcom.
0: Oh goodness. Yes.
1: <laughs> Did you ever watch that? Oh, is oh that that my god. Keeping
0: up appearances. It'll be on over Christmas. Yes. If you're in America, you're not gonna be able to see that.
1: Her surname is spelled Bucket, but she is so, you know, posh and upper class that she makes people pronounce it Bouquet, even though it's spelled Bucket.
0: So, Christmas, right, you're going off to your family, I'm going off to my family, I thought we could Mm -hmm. share a few Mm -hmm. Christmassy tales.
1: Well, Lewis, it was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple of hours went by. Dad wasn't home. So Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing so I went to try and light up the fire. That's when I noticed the smell. The firemen came and broke through the chimney top, and me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Didn't really happen. That's a quote from the movie uh, Gremlins. <laughs> that I've, I've done that. Gremlins? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gremlins. <laughs> it's a brilliant movie. It's a very Christmassy movie. It's probably it's... on
0: over Christmas.
1: I like putting... I like putting it on over Christmas, having a good laugh, at all the japes. Uh, Maybe not that story so much, that's a bit... That's more of a darker part of the movie.
0: Let's just do a load of fan mail. So this one is from Garrett Littrop. He says, Hello Yogscast, I was wondering if you could answer this scenario for me. Okay, you were taking a dump and fell inside the toilet and then something happened where you died. Uh, what's what would you do?
1: So there we go. That's, that's that is why we me and Lewis don't read the fan mail. <laughs> this is why we have Hannah do it. Okay. <laughs> right there.
0: Okay, well the Thomas R Blaster writes in he says, I have a question that you can answer. Uh today at school I noticed during chemistry that O2 2 undersc- o underscore two was oxygen. Oxygan, but O underscore three is Ozon. Mm, so God. ask my teacher if people seep winning on about gap in Ozon layer, why don't <laughs> they just convert Oxygan into Ozon and U it to fill gap? Uh, there you go, Simon.
1: Well there we go, that's that <laughs> we could you could solve all of the world's problems if we just asked uninformed people mm-hmm. what we should do because they clearly have all of the answers um, there's a certain creativity that comes when your your brain isn't tied down with anything like you know any form of knowledge or awareness of the world yeah yeah oh christmas tree oh christmas tree this is the
0: christmas you I heard of that podcast a Yoggnaught called uh, Tyler Crompton has written in to say that uh, not in a gay, homoerotic way or anything, but rather in a cool, romantic way, my, me and my brother have got tattoos of your Minecraft characters on our shoulders. Um, my brother has Honeydew what? and I have Zephos, so yeah. Um,
1: do we have any photographic evidence to back up these wild claims? We do, yes. Um... What? This can't be real. <laughs> Mine's quite good. I like that.
0: It is on a beardy man.
1: It. Oh my god, that's his beard. Wow. Oh my god. And you have the, I'm guessing, younger brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would say that.
1: The one who drew the short straw. Uh, are they in the, uh, the Air Force Academy?
0: Ah, Cadet Third Class. Tyler H. Crompton. This was sent a couple of months ago, so he might be uh, like a captain by now. I don't know how quickly you go up the ranks. Captain Crompton.
1: Not that quick. (laughs) (laughs) How do you explain to the other... I mean, in the army, in the air force, the guys see each other, like, undressed all the time, right? I've seen Top Gun. Okay. and (laughs) So when you're playing volleyball, right, on the beach... How do you explain the tattoo? People go, what's that? What's a honeydew? And you're like... "It's Right, there's this English guy and he voices a character in a series of video game machinimas based around this... There's this video game called Minecraft, there's a man named Notch in Sweden and he made this... I mean, how do you explain all of that without sounding really, really weird?
0: And crazy. I don't know, I think more people would recognise it though, now. I mean, crikey, we've had so many people emailing us saying they've met random yognauts all over the place. It's. A- I mean, originally when we proposed this idea, it sounded ridiculous to us, because I didn't think anyone would ever meet another yognaut in the world, right? But now, it's actually happening.
1: We did think it was preposterous, didn't we? Yeah. We thought it was absolutely ridiculous, that... One person would meet another Yognor and they would go, you know, I'm Dave exclamation mark Yognor and all that. It just seemed so ridiculous and unlikely. We didn't believe any of the stories people were sending in. They're like, yeah, i met a Yognor on the train or, you know, on a bus or on, on a plane or in, in the car sitting next to me. It's my brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were, our, our parents were driving us to the zoo. But I didn't think this, this would happen. And it's happening all the time. It's scary.
0: Another good example is that, that Tina Barrett and Warwick Davis, uh, we chose originally because they were very, like, unknown... Well, not very... That, that kind of D-list celebrities. People know who they are, but don't really... You know, they're not yeah. famous.
1: People in England... Yeah. I think this, yeah. this is quite specific. Yeah. People in England who are of a certain age would have known them, right? And... I was I was somewhat aware that a lot of people who watched us were younger than that and in different countries, so it made it even more obscure. Yeah. And that's why I, fa- I found it funny that I... The fact that Warwick Davis, to me, was... He's always been this big star to me. And I know that he's not even that famous, or he wasn't. He's, his profile's gone up an awful lot now that, you know, he's in this uh, sitcom and everything, but... You know, I, I I picked these obscure people. Tina Barrett. S-Club 7, they, they split up. They stopped touring. And now S-Club 7 have reformed. Tina's, like, been emailing us, saying, I love the Yogs cast. You're amazing. Yeah. We should have a drink sometime, Simon. And I'm like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy making videos for kids on the internet. I can't
0: meet you, Tina Barrett. Exactly. I mean, it's insane. Um... I wasn't paying attention then because I was looking at this thing that someone sent in. Apparently on Life's Too Short, the new Warwick Davis um, thing that he's doing with Ricky Gervais, they're talking about um, like what, what, what you get when you Google Warwick Davis. And apparently you know, one of the top results right. is he just dismisses in the show as a couple of prats. So I don't know if that's actually a reference to us.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Does he think we're prats?
0: No, surely not. Well, we not. did meet him. Didn't we remember? Um, we did meet, and him, we were. And
1: well, I certainly was a bit of a prat. Yeah, yeah. Inadvertently, though, you can listen to that on uh, what was it? Yogpod thirty-three A or something. Ho 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 ho! Merry Christmas.
0: This one is from a tired dude thirteen. He says, "Believe it or not, but the Yogscast got me a date." Uh, there is a smart and beautiful girl who sits near me in class, but being socially awkward, I didn't know how to approach her. I was answering I was answering her, one of her questions in AP Chem when I muttered a reference to Simon's Diggy Diggy Hole song. She gave me the yog salute and said, I am Dave Yognaught. And then, for the rest of the class, we talked about games, the Yogs class, and other nonsense. Ah. Ten weeks or so later, fast forward, and I have worked up the nerve to ask her to the winter formal ball. She accepted. Ah, uh, so the what? It's like a, a the, formal the ball. The winter
1: formal ball. Yes,
0: it's kind of like a. Um... Oh my god! So there you go. Keep us. Tell her Thank you, Scotty, if that's your name, and fill us in on how that's that's going. That's nice, isn't that nice?
1: Yeah, if there's a, a wedding or any children. Just let us know. Maybe you want to call the the kids uh, Simon and Lewis. Lewis, it can work as a girl's name as well as a boy's name, can't it?
0: This is an email from Jacob Williams. Um, About two weeks ago, my dad suggested to me that I should enter a contest to win a $250 gas card. Um, I'm not sure what that is. The contest was hosted by a local radio station celebrating the grand opening of a brand new gas station right outside my house. Um, Okay. When I arrived, I found the contest, no joke, was to guess the weight of a cow that was tied to a pole at the gas station. I guess this is because the gas station features a store that is part of a large chain called High Dairy Store. High, Sorry, High's Dairy Store. Okay, so after a bit of clever thinking, I filled out a random guess and popped it in the slot. My guess was £763. I have no experience with cows and frankly didn't want to have any. I drove home without thinking about it, not expecting to win anything. He drove home? Of course he drove home. It's right next door to his house in America, but he drove home. Um, About two days later an unknown number calls me on my cell phone. He says Hello, is this Jacob Williams? I said yes. He said, did you know that you are an excellent cow weight guesser? He said, no. And he said, "Well, you are. Oh my goodness! You've won a two hundred and fifty-dollar gas card. You could pick the card wow. up tomorrow." So he won. Um, so there you go. That's his story. That's amazing. He's attached a uh, a, a picture of the two hundred and fifty-dollar gas card that he won. Um, and uh, there you go.
1: I've got. There's a bit of fan fiction that someone's been writing. Um... And I've got sort of an excerpt, I, I shared it with Total Biscuit. Okay. a few days ago, but I didn't sort of tell you about it. Okay, um, you thought
0: you'd save it for this. It's a good idea, yeah, good idea, yeah. good idea. Good idea, mate!
1: For a moment, Honeydew sat there staring at the spaceman. He couldn't begin to describe what he felt in that moment. Here he was, at the side of his best friend and most trusted companion, who he had pretty much abandoned during the stronghold. This was like a previous event in the story, okay? Reassuring him that everything was fine and it wasn't his fault. In a sudden rush of relief, he caught Zephos in his arms, burying his face into the crook of his neck, forgetting about the tears he was supposed to be holding back. The spaceman slowly rested his own arms on his friend's broad shoulders, sighing lightly and sinking into his chest. Aww.
0: This is what happens on a, on a sort that of... beautiful moment. It happens all the time, man. It happens all the time. In real life. It's... Uh, there's nothing gay about it or anything. Nothing like...
1: No, 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 no!
0: No! Okay. Here's a weird one. This is from Dan and Josh Compton. Greetings, masters. I was 11 years old and travelling to Manorca. Right now, he could mean Minorca or Majorca, one of the two islands. Uh, yeah, right. one of those. Two.
1: <clears throat> but he's combined both of those into this weird sort of manorca mashed up, which word. sounds like right, a kind okay. of
0: half man, half orca, uh, kind of like a whale <laughs> <Yeah>! creature.
1: <laughs> it's like a fucked up mermaid, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so
0: anyway, he was. This is a weird story, but it was my first time ever on a plane, and after about five minutes in flight, I began to feel sick. I held it in for as long as I could, but an hour later I could do so no longer. Oh god. I reached for one of the little sick bags in the back of the seat, but alas, it was too late. Mm -hmm. I vomited and it splattered everywhere over the back of my seat and onto the legs of the man behind me.
1: Oh, that's lovely.
0: He was a very tall man. The man behind was none other than multi-billionaire Richard Branson, who was travelling on economy class as a publicity stunt. Neuronaut and Proud. So, okay. <laughs> so, this guy threw up on Richard Branson. Citation needed. What? I reckon that's true. Really? He's sure about this. He was going to Manorca. He threw up on Richard Branson. There's nothing
1: wrong with that. He was going to a place that doesn't exist, Yeah. first of all. Yep. <laughs> all right. Red flag there, immediately. <laughs> yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas.
0: So this one's from Brian O'Rourke. It's another little story that he sent in. I have a story for you. I was once out on a date with my girlfriend going to the worst film I ever saw. In brackets, romantic comedy. Close brackets. (laughs) (laughs) So It could have been Twilight, yes. Probably was. I bought a bag of candy and entered the theatre. It was a double date, so my friend was also there. In the middle of the movie, I asked my girlfriend if she would like some candy. She said, of course, yes, and I attempted to open the bag. However, the bag was rather tough. We've all been there. Of We've course. all been there. And yeah. I didn't want to look weak in front of my girlfriend, so I tugged as hard as I could. Yeah. I realised my... Uh, what happened, Lewis? <laughs> what happened? I realised my mistake too late... As I watched hundreds of Sour Patch Kids spray all over myself, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, and all of the people in front of yeah. me. Uh, friend. My mm-hmm. friend broke out in a fit of laughter as my girlfriend, which had did little to help. It was the most embarrassing moment of my life. And my girlfriend broke up with me as a result.
1: Whoa! 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 whoa. Okay, for now, it, it was... It was a really bad story, okay? Because I mean it's really uninteresting. You opened a bag <laughs> of sweets and the sweets went everywhere. That's basically that's the, the story. entire story. But the fact that a girl a girl broke up with him over this. What the hell? Wow, that's crazy. Are you sure that was the reason? Are You sure it wasn't like the straw that broke the camel's back? It
0: sounds like it, doesn't it? You know,
1: everything like everything else that you did that was horrible that she hated, <laughs> you know, none of that mattered. It was, no, it was the bag of sweets that I opened really badly in the cinema. It's, it's uh, funny how
0: people always... I had
1: sex with her sister a few times. Wow. She found out about it. There was that time I ran her mother over in the street uh, on purpose <laughs> uh, and then backed up over Whoa. her. Uh, there was the time I punched her younger brother in the face. Uh, during the nativity play in which he was playing the baby Jesus. But yeah, none of that mattered. It was all because I opened a bag of sweets awkwardly.
0: This is from... Claired. He says... Hello, I'm writing you a couple of scary stories about creepy things that happened in my house. The first incident happened seven years ago, so I was 15. I was up late at night playing Morrowind on the family computer when I was supposed to be in bed. Hmm. Naturally... All the lights were off and I had the volume turned down low as it was a little past midnight and I had school the next morning. I had started a new character and was in the starting town taking care of some quests when I heard something. It was a person whistling a tune. I thought it a bit strange, not able to remember if there was such a sound in the game or not. I considered that it perhaps came from my grandmother's room, as she sleeps with the television on, and her room is situated just upstairs from where the computer is.
1: I thought he was going to say, she suffers from sleep whistling, or
0: something. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I knew it was impossible. Her door was closed, and I couldn't hear the TV at all. I turned the volume down almost the way to nothing, and continued playing, pushing it to the back of my mind with the sound nearly muted i once again heard someone whistling a tune i thought that maybe it could be coming from the game even though it seemed too loud to be so i turned the speakers off entirely and sat waiting sweating sure enough shortly after i heard it again whistled through the dead silence of the house a sense of dread immediately came after me sorry a sense of dread immediately came over me the only way out of the room was through the foyer where the whistling seemed to have come from Still, I knew I had to do it, so I gathered the courage in my little 15-year-old heart, turned the computer off, and ran through the foyer and up to my bedroom. I never played Morrowind at night again. So that's it, that's the story.
1: Oh Christmas tree, oh Christmas tree, this is the Christmas
0: i heard of that podcast. The second story happened much more recently, around April of this year. My father was in New York for the weekend, so in the house it was just me, a friend, and my grandmother (laughs) who still suffers from sleep whistling. I was playing a video game in my room with my friend at night when I heard what sounded like the front door opening and closing as if someone had entered. My bedroom door wasn't closed, so we both heard it pretty clearly. My room, by the way, is across the hall from my grandmother's, so it's right up the stairs from the front door, and coincidentally directly above the room where I used to play Morrowind. Anyway, I ignored this... Okay, yeah, the Morrowind room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ignored this as I knew the door was locked, and only somebody with the key could have come in. Moments later, my grandma came into my room and asked if I had heard somebody enter the house. I told her... I told her that both me and my friend did hear something, but we didn't know what it was. She went back to her room and locked the door, and I reasoned to myself that the front door couldn't have opened, despite that we had heard it, because the light in the foyer usually automatically turns on when the front door is opened at night. A few hours later, me and my friend mustered the courage to do a quick sweep through the house to make sure nobody was inside, but our search came up empty. I chalked it up to just one of the several strange things that has happened in my house at night and saw my friend out before going to bed. Well there you go we've not heard back from Plaid since that um, since that story
1: Oh my god, do you reckon if we turned up to that house that there would just be like an empty lot with just like swirls of dust What we
0: should do is we should like knock on the door and then run away
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, and then he writes another email. I was sitting in my room playing a computer game when all of a sudden, I heard a knock on the door. When I went downstairs to see who it was who had knocked on my door, I opened the door, and there was no one there. Oh, my God. Oh. Scariest STORY I EVER
0: HEARD <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well there you go uh, Thank you Very much wow. for that Goodness me Brilliant. Uh, this is a from Alex Sconzo Some time ago I was a kid And was digging around in my yard Just like that Yognaut was doing And like you guys were suggesting we did I found a key An old rustic looking key Like they always seem to have in video games Kind of thin, wiry looking I kept the key my whole life until about two years ago when my then girlfriend brought me to some garage sale. I feel the need to say that I live halfway across the country from my old house. So anyway, at this garage sale there was a small chest. It was only a couple of dollars so I brought it home because my girlfriend thought it was pretty. I figured I could try and pick the lock mm-hmm. and give it to her as a present so she could use it for makeup or whatever women use boxes for nowadays. Oh God. So we went back home. I'm scared, Lewis. And I told her the box I'm would scared. be ready in a day or two. That night, in a fit of curiosity, I went digging around my attic and I found the old key that I found in my yard as a child. I ran back downstairs and tried it on the box and lo and behold, with a click, it worked. Inside the box was this old Raggedy Ann doll. It was brown, covered in dirt and dust, and missing one of its button eyes. Also inside the box was an old bronze key, which looked almost identical to the one I used to open it with, and a couple of envelopes with blank pages inside them. Once I got over the shock of my key working and went to bed, I placed the chest on top of my wardrobe, still open, so I could easily get in and out of it if I needed to. I placed the key next to it. When I woke the next day, the chest was closed, and the key was gone. My girlfriend was not staying over that night, and I have no pets that could have closed it and eaten the key. I was pretty freaked out about what happened, but I got over it after a day or two.
1: what pets like to do. They love closing boxes and eating the keys. They
0: do. They're notorious for it. I was pretty freaked out when it happened, but I got over it after a day or two. I couldn't pick the lock though, like I thought I would have been able to, so now it just sits on my fireplace as a conversation starter. I thought you guys might appreciate this little story of my past. From Alex.
1: So that was the Christmas podcast. It, was, it wasn't terribly... Christmassy It didn't have too much Of a a Christmassy thing I think the problem Was that Gremlin story It just sort of Took everything Downhill from there
0: Yeah It twisted off In a sort of Strange direction After that And went all creepy We didn't do a Halloween podcast And we do like Creepy sort of stuff So Hopefully we haven't Freaked anyone out Well there you go Not the most Christmassy podcast But um, That's all for now Hope you enjoyed it We're going to make More of these The New Year So until then Goodbye. Goodbye.